0: I'm Belinda. I'm based here in Bosnia-Herzegovina. Um, and I was asked to MC this morning. Um, I remember back to when we had the big um, uh, event in Albania uh, in 2017, and I was m- MCing on the first night. And uh, they said, oh, yeah, um, you can do the, 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 the icebreaker. The first thing, just get up on there and do the, do the icebreaker. And I realized how I'm starting this whole event, like there's 800 people here and I'm standing up in front of everyone. And luckily it was like the last minute, otherwise I probably would have freaked out more. So um, yeah, I kind of, I enjoy emceeing, I enjoy um, helping us to have a good time. I hope that we will have a good day today. Um, They also have asked me to share a little bit, a little devotion, a little sort of way to kick off today. and today we're going to be looking at uh, two topics. The first one is on um, uh, polarization. And the second one is uh, who is a YWAMA? So I actually was praying about what I should share this morning. Um, and I felt I should do a little devotion um, based on the first, the first part. So when I was praying about what to share um, the Lord reminded me of two things. The first thing is that I was brought up in South Africa. I'm a white, English-speaking South African. I grew up thinking it was normal for us as whites to be able to go to the beaches, and they were just for us. And they were Black people or colored people, and I think Freddie, you are on the call, who had their own beaches and... I thought that was great. They had, they had a place they could go that was closer to them. I didn't know better. I thought it was normal that whites and blacks were kept apart and all that comes with that. I only saw my side of the story. Only once I got a bit older and I started seeing things from another person's perspective did I actually realize that it wasn't okay. And apartheid was an evil, evil thing. But when I was growing up, I was in an all-white school. I went to an all-white church. I didn't interact with anyone of color other than the people who worked at our house. And this was normal because I only saw my side of the story. Now, the second thing the Lord reminded me of is that I've lived here in the beautiful country of Bosnia and Herzegovina. And here we sit on the schism between the Eastern and the Western churches. And because of 500 years of Ottoman occupation, we have the Muslim faith also thrown into the mix. It's a place full of division. A place where people believe that their ethnic identity is based on their religion. If you're a Serb, you're an Orthodox believer. If you're an Orthodox believer, you're a Serb. If you're a Croat, you're a Catholic. These differences led to a civil war that was concluded 25 years ago between these different ethnic groups and religious groups. When I came here to Bosnia 20 years ago for the first time, just over actually now, um, I met this amazing young Muslim uh, young lady. and. I was speaking to her about some of her experiences during the war. She told me how her family had been rounded up and placed on a truck and transported from the city where she had lived in all her life to another Muslim city. She told me how her Muslim, her Serb neighbors had been part of this, the the, the person who had the part of the, the group that had rounded up and put them on this truck i asked her how can your neighbors how, how why did they why did they do this and she said they only listen to serb radio and they only watch the serb tv so they bought into that propaganda One of the advantages of living here in Bosnia is that I actually get to celebrate two Christmases, the Catholic Christmas, or our Protestant one, and Orthodox in January. And this year, I actually took advantage of, of this like longer Advent season and really spent time pondering about Jesus coming to this earth. And one of the verses that I kept going back to is where the angels appear to the shepherds and say, this is in the New King James Version, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to men. One day in the car, I was listening to the song by the Casting Crowns. I heard the bells on Christmas day and I was listening to these words. And in fact, that that song has that refrain uh, that goes in peace on earth, goodwill to men. But this is one of the verses. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. This was back in December. And I was just overwhelmed by by certain rhetoric that the local Serb politicians were spouting off about other ethnic groups. I was thinking about Brexit. I have a British passport. I was thinking about the US election results and all that was going on there. And my heart was just so heavy. And as I was driving, I actually started weeping. It's not so good to do when you're driving. But I realized that the peace on earth, which Jesus was coming to bring was impossible when people are looking to their own stories, to their own side and only to their own side. My heart was heavy because I knew that even Christians were falling into the trap of looking at things from one perspective. I despaired of God's peace, his shalom, ever coming to this world. (sighs) So as I drove my car, trying not to crash and crying, the Lord reminded me that his shalom His peace on earth is possible in this world. It isn't something that is far off and impossible. And it actually starts with me trying to bring it to where I am. If Jesus is in me, then I need to bring his peace here on this earth. But I can only do that if I'm in connection with him and that his presence goes with me into every situation. I can do it through prayer and intercession for these kinds of polarizing situations. I can do it by taking, not taking sides, by making sure I'm not just hearing one side of the story, but trying to see the complete picture. Not just being a white person living in an all white environment or a Serb listening only to Serbian radio stations. I want to take us, uh, I know I'm going over time, but I wanted us, us to spend a couple of minutes to just take time now to examine our hearts, to spend time before the Lord this morning and to see if we've been only listening to one side of a story. If we're not looking for the whole picture, for the shalom, for the peace, for that completeness. In, in Hebrew, when they speak to each other, they say, How is your shalom? That is the greeting when they say hello. And I just want to spend some time just really focusing on how is our shalom? How are we doing with our relationship with the Lord and with other people? So I'm going to spend a couple of minutes. We're going to just have some background music. Um, and I just actually have to check something that I've done Share correctly now. but just spend time asking the Lord how is my shalom Lord, thank you so much that we can spend time this morning just focusing on you and your shalom and the bigger picture that is to come. And Lord, help us to be a part of that, even today. Be a part of what you are doing in this world. Thank you, Lord, for um, Johnny and Peter are going to share a bigger picture, Lord. And I just pray that you will speak through them, Lord, to our hearts. Thank you, Jesus, for them. Thank you for today. Amen.